What is your favorite song right now or of all time and why? Hi, my name is Vinny Silva. I'm 21 years old. I am a Becca manager with a minor in journalism. Uh, it's hard for me to have one favorite song, but the one I recently played a lot was Bye Bye by MC Duan Juan. It's a Bai Funk song back in Brazil, and I like it a lot because it really has that like authentic uh, Bai Funk vibe. Hello everybody, and welcome to The Daily Shuffle, part two, episode two. Um, I'm here with my co-host. Vinny Silva, hello. Came back again. And as we were speaking on the first episode, we gathered the favorite songs of some people. And uh, today I felt that it is very important to speak upon this subject because it is very relevant to society today. And I got this idea based off uh, my co-host's favorite song. You know, I wanted to know... One of them. One of his favorite songs. <laughs> it's just uh, been on replay, that's why. One of his favorite songs. And um, it brought out a very specific subject that is very that should be talked about and Vinny why don't you explain to us your favorite song and why everything of that nature my favorite song right now currently is uh, Bye Bye by MC Don Juan and so there's like this four four lines that I highlighted in terms of what goes on to the theme that we're going to try to analyze today. So it was, eu tô chorando, mas vou superar. Crying, I will overcome. Você tá brincando com quem só quis te amar. Playing with someone who only loved you. Pro seu amor foi bye bye. For your love I said bye bye. And then in the last line, which is I think probably the big oomph, <laughs> the big uh oh that we're gonna be talking about is na sua buceta foi pau. And translated that means. Roughly translated. I'm not even gonna be saying the same thing, but basically saying like, uh, or that I piped you. In other words, pipe means slang for like, you know, sexual intercourse. I had sex with you. But the way that he's saying it, he's not highlighting it as a woman. He's highlighting the woman as a gen as a as a sexual part, a sexual anatomy. Okay. Uh, so, being slang for like pussy, basically. Okay, and that brings us to the topic of today's episode, which is women in music. This uh, specifically talking about how they're objectified. Why do you like this song, knowing that it says this? Um, I think because like Brazilian funk. For us, like, is is like the major song. It, that would kind of be like asking someone here, like, why do you listen to rap? And like, rap is very misogynistic as well. Of course. But I think it, like sometimes, uh, especially with today's music, where it's not a lot of focus in lyricism. Yeah. Um, the this particular funk is not like conscious like funk. It's it's like I'm a, I'm going to a party and I'm having a good time. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like just very catchy. Um, like I really like the vibe. I really like like the mellowness of the beat and then obviously the ch -ch of, of the of the drum set that be in the background which is particularly always found in, in funk and it matches like a Brazilian party of course background. and then I get why you say that because if we're talking about music today like 2000s it, it is about that that little beat that gets you moving you know like feeling good and you know you're in this atmosphere where okay this song is really good and then you're just like 
let's not pay attention to what the lyrics are saying yeah. <laughs> and let's just enjoy this song. Exactly. I'm guilty of that. I listen to a lot of music, a lot of rap that do objectify women. And it's not something that is new. It's definitely been a like a thing for a long period of time now. And I feel like if I have the liberty to say this, the most used topics in music are sex, women, drugs. Am I sex money drugs. Sex money drugs. Sex money drugs. And it's always heterosexual sex. Exactly. Always. So. Yeah. And from a man's perspective. So then when it's done for actually we've seen lately women be doing it. Like sweaty city girls like I think they're kinda of trying to change the narrative a bit. Cardi B. Cardi B, you know, trying to say like I'm you know, it's time for the dick appointment, blah blah blah. You know, it's yeah. kinda of like objectifying it. But what you see is a lot of rejection for the men's part all of a sudden. You know, it's like you can't like, like I've seen a lot of my homeboys who'd be like, Yeah, I'm not slapping that like that the home I'll be doing. I think one it taps into like the homophobia. Uh because like I don't think they wanna be seen as like a guy who likes a woman rap that's describing their anatomy parts like I'm, yeah. I'm rolling up to the dick appointment blah blah, blah. like exactly. imagine a dude doing that you know that, yeah. that narrative and then I think too is just like I guess we're just so accustomed and almost brainwashed to the sense that uh, when it comes to rap it's always specifically we're gonna be talking about tits and ass and we're not gonna be talking about no dick and balls you know what I'm saying and, and so like when someone tries to change the narrative it's getting rejected it's, very quickly it's because masculinity is so fragile. and really you think so I really do um, I feel like I feel like it's changing. In in some areas, yes, and then like as you were saying, uh, there's no guys that are gonna be listening to this type of music. I've seen on Twitter. I'm I I go on Twitter a lot, and so do I. Yeah, so, that's where I get that like hint. Yeah, that's too. that's where I feel like I can hear the community voice. Like sometimes I think of something and then I see a tweet about it, and it's like okay. Someone else is thinking like me. I'm not the only one thinking. I feel like about it's this. 50-50 though now. Not okay, maybe not 50-50, but like you could at least see you see a lot of guys who are like embracing a lot more of their femininity nowadays than let's say 60s, 70s, 80s. I do. Maybe wanna, even 90s, 2000s. I do want to like. You see guys getting pedicures. You see exactly, guys being comfortable and like exuding uh, sexual energy, dancing, and all that. Even if it is for like a comedic effect, the fact that they're comfortable and putting it on a public platform. Says a lot. I've seen guys who try on their own girlfriend's makeup, you know, to promote her girlfriend's, like, makeup and stuff. Yeah. Dude, that would have never happened 20, 30, 40 years ago at all. And so, like, I've seen, like, a change in that sense, you know. Uh, is it gonna In the male be, perspective, you see. In the male perspective, yeah. Okay. Maybe in a woman perspective, it might be a little bit different. You know, yeah. maybe it might seem just same old, same old. But, like, I've seen a lot of comments, too, from guys who are very, like, quote-unquote masculine. Who's saying like, well, the guys nowadays are nothing like they were in the past. Like now, all of a sudden, they're they're open to doing this. They're talking about feelings. They're talking about that. See, when I was growing up, it was like this, this, and that. So you know, if you compare generations, I think our generation is definitely seeing a lot more. I do want to give a little bit of props. You know, like snap my fingers to this <laughs> uh, this generation of males, but it's we still have a long way to go. Definitely, I, definitely. I feel like we do, and you know, we're not gonna. Praise a fish for swimming, you know? Doing like, I would never say it's for praise. To, yeah. Uh, but doing what they're supposed to be doing as well. And I've, I've heard a lot about this uh, in um, some of my other classes. And it's males being a... Not being against women, but being like 
side by side to women. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Like, never putting their perspective before theirs and just being like, you know what, I see your point of view and, you know, I can't really do anything to change it, but for me, I'm going to honor you this way. I want to try to understand and work with you. I think exactly. we're finally starting to see yeah. guys being comfortable with that's, that. That's, you know? that's a really good positive side of what music is doing. Um, and I actually did a, did a project about this in high school. And I feel like I want to talk about him because he brings out a good, a good like, define the stereotype of what men are supposed to be. And I want to talk mainly about Drake because Drake is a very well-known artist. Um, I feel like if you, I, I don't know, if you go to Brazil where you hear Yeah, they know Drake, Drake. They know Drake. Yeah, they know who Drake is, right? They know. Exactly. Yeah. And this is about the Drake effect. And to me, the Drake effect is being in touch with your feelings as a male. Being, uh, being okay with saying, I am hurt, I am sad, this woman hurt me, uh, I love this woman, uh, and she did me dirty. Yeah, a lot of his projects connect to those themes. Right? Over the years, yeah, the last decade. And, it, and it's, it had, it's turned to this language, like, quit being Drake. Yeah, it's quit, become part of our code. Stop, yeah, stop draking. Yeah. You know, and it, it it's it's that's what it means. It's like stop being stop being so emotional. It almost it's it's almost like a synonym to emotions. What do you think about this narrative? Uh from his I mean, I feel like it's it's tough to try to give props to rappers in particular, even if he's transcended away from just being a rapper into a pop star. More notably because like if you're going to look at his all his projects, it doesn't follow that consistent theme like in every song. Because with each rapper, for every song that they might be talking about how they're in love with a woman or might even give woman empowerment, the next song is going to just go back right to the narrative of, of every other rapper. Of like, oh, she's just a hoe, she's just a thought. I got a bunch of bodies, I did this, I did that. Being braggadocious of all the sexual partners they have. And Drake is just as guilty as the next guy over. So for as much as like he broke the ice and might have like allowed, allowed it, it, it didn't... He his whole music and his whole persona isn't just that I would say, and sometimes some actually might even manipulate, you know, the content that they're using in order to get that woman in bed. <laughs> like of men, you know what I'm talking about? Um, like like men might actually manipulate a woman's emotions, might actually be sensitive and soft with a woman's emotions, but the end game for him is to still get you into bed. That and so the game has kind of changed. My point. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> um, you know. And it sucks, but I was just trying to get an example of a man actually using a little bit, maybe a little bit, a freaking one-third of his power to, you know, defy a stereotype. But it's always, I feel like it's always the females trying to empower themselves because in the end, you guys are not our allies as much as we would want you to be. And we have, like, a Cardi B we have Beyonce, we have Rihanna, we have all these female artists that are continue, c- continuing to strive for their own place in music. And being a female is hard. Um, also, I don't know. I feel like 
one way that we can I, I don't want to say I'm going to stop listening to male rappers yeah I think that's very difficult just because it's so like I don't know we're constantly exposed to it and I don't know I feel like it's tough especially when most of the music to begin with is driven by males in the first place what I do do though is uh when a song is very like aggressive towards women, I don't listen to that. Props to you. Which I don't know, like I don't want to, like. I think for me. I'm trying to think of a specific example. Bay Area rappers. You look up Sob. You look up All Black. These are more like underground rappers, not necessarily female, and so. Their narrative is a lot about what goes on in, in their neighborhoods, right? Yeah. With that, though, with that neighborhood code comes along of language that is very derogatory towards women. And you see a lot of, like, phrases that might be like, fuck a bitch, fuck a that, you know, and, yeah. and constant replay. And so for a guy, like, um, I think it got to a point, like, we're desensitized so much. To those words. To those words. Like, it's like, I might be repeating that lyric, but I'm not stopping to think about what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I'm so caught up in the illusion of the music instead of like what those words actually hold meaning outside of that musical world you know and and that really like like if i can stop and think this this funk song too like it's weird because the first two lines it seems he's being sentimental he's saying like he's 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 opening up to the fact that uh oh i got my heart broken blah 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 but in order to reassert his male dominance he's got to go ahead and turn that heartbreaker into a physical part in order to say like you know that she she don't she doesn't control me. If you allow me to say this, I mean, I don't really know the song, but based off these four lines, that's the chorus. It's just minimizing the woman into something that is invaluable. Yeah, and like, funk is guilty of that. You know, funk holds like a same the same like repertoire, the same the same like stature in music as yeah. rap does here. It's a lot of like misogynistic lyrics. It's a lot of this. It's a lot of that. So that's no surprise that in a funk song you're hearing something like that. Yeah. But what is surprising is the fact that he was sentimental. He was sensitive. You're kind of thinking he's gonna go like, you know, like, like you know, oh my god, cry about. But he said, okay, I'm crying. But he's gonna. You know, then you he says, what? screw F- it, you. bro. She was just, <laughs> she's just another pussy. Like imagine saying that, you know, like you saying that to another person. Like you just. I feel like that's a that's a very true thing in real life. Like yeah, a male gets hurt. And he has to hurt somebody else for him to feel better. Yep. And A, I'm guilty of like, this is on repeat for me lately too. But I guess that's something I got to work on myself. Hey, and I'm not judging you, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. I just want you all to listen to the songs that are on your repeat, on your playlist, on your mind, what you think about. And just, you know, what does it, what does it say about you as a person? Um, I know I'm definitely going to do this, you know, take some songs out of there that shouldn't be there. Uh, Are you though? I am. Well, thank you so much, guys. I hope you tune in to episode three of The Daily Shuffle. Yes. I will be discussing another theme, very uh, exciting and very, I don't know, very special to me. And thank you so much for listening. Uh, Goodbye. Bye.